You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change your name, you can drop it like it's hot for Satan outside of CERN. But nothing, nothing will save you from the watch list. Hello. Hello. Happy early birthday to Miss Holly Ogden. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. So unexpected. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't have a speech prepared or anything. Oh, my God. I'd like to thank my mom for birthing me. <laughs> for, for taking one for the team. Finally, you can drink. <laughs> so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, it's my first birthday. <laughs> it's my first birthday of drinking. Yep. Really? Your first, yeah, no. it's her 21st oh, yeah. birthday. Oh, right. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay, bitch. <laughs> I'll go with that. Oh, man. And on the mic, we have DJ Jess. Hey. All right. So, yeah. Um, so I do want to open the show with my dearest condolences for Kirsten Renes um, of Cosplay Confidential, one of the best cosplayers on the planet. That is not an opinion. That's a fact. Um, that's Cosplay Confidential is one of her shows on Podcast Detroit here. And uh, she lost her father um, yesterday. Um, so thoughts and prayers go out to you. We're with you, lady. And uh, like I was telling her, you know, and she said he's gone. And I said, well, his flesh is gone. His consciousness is everywhere and all around. So it's goodbye for now. So uh, we're thinking of you. And uh, so, yeah. And I got Holly the coolest gift Ever, I was really proud of myself on this one, guys. Did you get her? <laughs> I'm looking at Holly like, tell him, tell him. What'd it's funny because she's like, I don't want to brag, but I think this is the best gift I ever gotten you. <laughs> and I like my mind always goes wild. Like, what is it? It goes to sex toys. Is what it's <laughs> yeah, so I said, is it a sex toy? <laughs> Instantly. Is it the Ritem Cowboy Part 2? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a flashback. Yeah, a long time ago when I got to Cowboy Random One. Yep, she was, and I like, was the, looking for my part two. She's like, I didn't know they made part two. <laughs> That's what happens when you, you know, turn a certain age, you get part two. <laughs> <laughs> 21, that's not old at all. Yeah. Seen yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know a lot of shit, Jess. <laughs> at 21. Wait, what'd she get you? I, yeah, yeah, forgot about that part. <laughs> I, know, like, I, didn't I, really, like, I felt I'm like, like you were going to tell end. me. And then you were just like, nope, not. She's like, I'm going to wait till you guess it. <laughs> it takes like the I whole was hour. So, I was so lost in thought, I didn't even think about the actual gift. She was thinking about the right of cowboy. That's what yeah, she was she like. Was. Yeah. She was gone after that. Memories. Uh, she, she got me the Unsolved Mystery series. <gasps> Ooh. Wait, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's not the right show. It's hard for me to I can't, I can't even do the intro. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to pull it up. But I remember it's always like, the guy's got that deep, thing ever. like, voice tonight on unsolved mysteries tonight <laughs> i always thought that music was just the creepiest yeah because somebody on face like on uh, instagram when i posted it um they were like yes uh, still as a 30 something year old man like that music still scares the hell out of me yeah, oh hang on I get it. Oh, you got to be. I was going to get it. Okay. It always scared me too when they were like, solved. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Boom. 
That's the part that gets real creepy. It's like exorcist crimes yeah. or something. You're gonna die. The way that they talk, it's like, are they in your bushes? <laughs> oh my god. You're like looking out the I blinds. Go out, right? Anymore. Like pulling my feet up on the couch so nothing comes out from under it and like Even drags look at me his under. Face. Serious. I can't see it from here. I'm really blind. <laughs> She's like two feet away. You don't want to see but... it. You don't want to see it. Well, that goes on for a minute. Tonight, now. wanted in 13 countries. <laughs> I sound like. I sound like. Uh... <laughs> right to a slim jam. <laughs> I used to sound like Randy Savage. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. You can clip that and use it for voiceover work, Holly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, this thing has to exist. So I went on a hunt and I found the best of Unsolved Mysteries because they had a set that was strictly ghost, mm-hmm. UFO. I'm like, give me the best oh. of. I didn't know they she, organized yeah, she, them I like that. that I didn't know cool. either. She gave me the DVD and I was reading the back. I'm like, wait, there's ghost ones on here? Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I fuck with you. <laughs> I fuck with you. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ooh. <laughs> All right now. Um. <laughs> oh shit! So I'm watching that soon. <laughs> uh, but um, so I want to say that um, I got my 23 and Me results, and uh, I was a little boy. nervous. <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a little nervous about reading them because. You know, they actually make you do a tutorial for part of the health portion before you can actually read your results. Huh. Because they want you to know what you're reading and prepare you before they give you your results. And I'm like, okay, this is freaking me out. And, you know, like I said, when you first do the saliva um, sample and you send it in and you register your kit um, on the website... They also make you clarify that you're okay to see these results and that, you know, it might freak you out a little bit. So, um... They start playing the Unsolved Mysteries music. Solved! So now, you know, my DNA is just floating in outer space. It's being sold on the dark web. <laughs> Just a bunch, bunch of me's popping up. My DNA is going to start popping up in weird shit. Oh, shit. It's going to be like the Terminator. <laughs> um, so it took about, th- I think it took about three weeks to come. Um, But it's finally here. And I got to pull it up. Let's do, 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 do. How do they get you your results? I wanted to do that. Um, so each step. They send you an email saying, okay, now we're at this step. Like, and when they initially got get the sample, they say, your sample has arrived. Now this is what we start doing to it. We will extract the, um, you know, we take the DNA and we separate this from this. And, um, and then we have to heat it up to a certain temperature. And then they tell you each step and then show you when it's um, how many more steps till the end. Mm-hmm. And then as it gets towards the end, they say, Okay, now we put it into a computer system, and we also have um, people who do this for a living, and they analyze your sample, and um, they put the data in and make sense of it. And then when it's done, it says, okay, you can read it now. So as far as um, 
my ancestry part. Um, you know, most of it I, I pretty much knew, but um, a little bit was surprising. So, hold on one second. Sorry, there's so much crap on there. Um, so it says that I am mostly British and Irish. Um, and let me see. Jess went out there to lay down the log. <laughs> She's like, bye. I can't be around you. Um, so. Yeah, it says that I'm um, mostly British and Irish. Uh, I was surprised. It also said that um, I have Ash. I'm going to say this wrong. Ash Kenazi Jewish in me. Oh, that's cool. Um, I also How much have, percent? Did it tell um, you? Let me see. I do have it, but let me get the break breakdown. So you're Wonder Bread and Pumpernickel. I like it. <laughs> and it also, um, so my mom and my sister did it. And then it said you can compare re- results to see how much they got versus how much you have and how much DNA you share. Because um, I didn't realize how much DNA siblings can share. So I, um, my mom was explaining it to me, too. So when you're twins, you share 100% DNA of siblings. Mm-hmm. But when you're not twins, you can share up to like 50-something. No, even fraternal twins? Uh, you know, I have to look it up. She said she looked it up and she was explaining it to me. And so my, I guess she said me and my sister share quite a bit as far as towards the higher end of as much as non-twin siblings can share. As close share. as you yeah. get, yeah. Um, the, only pro- the only problem about this website is that when you want to look at something, you have to kind of like, there's so many buttons and like features to it that it takes a minute. Yeah, you guess sift through less stuff. So we share 49.2% DNA, me and my sister. That's pretty good. Yeah, so almost, you know, 50%. Um, and. Okay, so it says European. Um, I have 28.4% Eastern European, and my sister has 27.1%. Um, British and Irish, I have 33.2%. She has 27%. French and German, I have 9%. She has 18.5%. Wow. Yeah. Um, Ashkenazi, uh, Ashkenazi Jewish, I have 4.3%. She has 3.6%. And I feel like you take more after your mom. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too when I was looking at this. Um, And then it just talks about Scandinavian, Italian, um, and then other other areas. Uh, So it says Sub-Saharan African. All right. 0.6% I have. My sister's 0.4%. And broadly Sub-Saharan African, I have 0.1%. My sister has 0%. That's wild. Yeah. They can get so that it's, it's interesting. I know. And then it says unassigned, which I don't know what that means. And it says 0.1%. My sister has 0%. Unassigned. I don't know if that Alien. means. 
<laughs> I know. I don't know what that means like they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, there's something else in you. Um, and then I have East Asian and Native American, 0.4%. My sister has 0.1%. Your sister got like the, <laughs> the less of everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I was like, you know, siblings always like to tease each other. So, like, oh, I got more than you got of pretty much everything. Ha! You did. <laughs> the stats don't lie. <laughs> what you got, bitch? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got all right. the races. <laughs> Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> I was going to go around the house like, Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> Seriously, she's going to single with Pitbull. You wish you could sing this. I got a 100% single with Pitbull dropping 100% fire album this summer. What you got, bitch? Nothing. You're point <laughs> You know, I like, there's that, uh, what is it, that, um, uh, Lizzo song. The opening line is my favorite. She goes, "I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's great, isn't it? It's called yeah. "Truth Hurts." It's one I'm of my find favorite. that song. It's gonna be like my morning mantra, <laughs> dude. I'll send it to you. It's called "Truth Hurts," yes, and it's so good. That'll wake me up in the morning. Why men great till and they I'll gotta be, like, yeah, be that's great? Right, Jess, you are that bitch. Go get it. Yeah, for real. my motivation. <laughs> We need to play a song break, but we probably won't be able to find it. Even when I'm crazy. <laughs> I can find it before then. What's it called? It's Lizzo, Truth Hurts. Lizzo, Truth Hurts. L I Z O? L I Z Z O. She's okay. actually going to be a Mopop, too. Oh. Look at that. Look at that. Um, so. Bring us to the diseases. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Oh, does well, it tell you what your, what shows up like in your DNA that you're more susceptible yeah. to? Yeah. Fucking um, cool. So that was a little freaky part. And before I get to there, um, I I didn't realize what last name my family was signing up under because I didn't put my last name. I just put my initial because I'm like, oh, I don't want to like, first of all, I didn't really want to fully do it, the test, but I did it because it's my mom and, you know, it made her happy. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's also interesting now that I got got into it, but. It makes me want to do it. You sold me on it. <laughs> it I want to do I, it. You know what? I actually like, they, there was a lot of detail and I was surprised about that. And it's really interesting to find out, even if you don't do the health screen part, it's interesting just to find out the breakdown of your DNA as far as what you inherited from your mom and your mm-hmm. dad. And even more interesting that my mom and my sister did it so then I can compare, you know, compare our results to each other like, oh, I got more of this and you got more of that. Right. That was fascinating too. Um, and then there's a part on here where it can connect you to third, fourth, fifth cousins. Oh, si- really? or, yeah, relatives. I've got a thousand something relatives on there. It says, and it ch- shows you underneath their screen names and stuff. This is your, you know, in your family tree. This is your third, fourth, fifth family member. Do they? You think they look like you? Do you think that's legit? They don't all have pictures on there. That's weird. But this is, okay, so this is what the part I'm going to get to, because I'm like, maybe this is bullshit at first. Right, you know, right. Skeptical. Maybe it just, it just guesses, and I have, I didn't put my last name on there, like I said. Um, my sister used her married last name, and um, my mom used my stepdad's last name. So we all actually had all different last names on there. Mm, fucked it all up. No, actually, it 
said, um, uh, it said next to it, like, guessing the relationship of, because it shows you who has the top DNA closely related to you. And that's how it breaks down and shows you each family member. And it said, um, guessing that it was my mom. And it was. Oh, wow. And then with my sister, when I looked at hers, it said, uh, your sister, you know, guessing, like saying it was guessing. Right. Close to. Wow. Okay. And um, so, like I said, they they didn't do the health screen part. So um, go to the health screen and they have um, predisposition, which is what you're predisposed uh, to based on your genetics. Um, they have carrier status, just, you know, what you can pass on to your children. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that you have it, that it's showing up in you, but you can, you know. Skips a generation, yeah. maybe. Mm. And then they have wellness area, which based on your DNA, this is how we feel like you're as a person, like sleep schedule, taste buds good gravy um this is how we think you look holy <clears throat> crap yeah uh, i gotta see that's that nuts then there's um it's crazy to me it's your sleep schedule from yeah it's t- it told me blood. what time it usually thinks i wake blood. up from saliva <laughs> you know what's interesting is yeah, that when crazy. i was speaking to that woman who i was going to work with about her robots and artificial intelligence she was working to they were working on projects to create a robot that predicted your algorithms. And so it took out all the necessary steps, all the working memory that you needed to know what you want. Like if Jess has, you know, like a craving for Mountain Dew, like after she has saltines or something at one o'clock, it already knows that you want the Mountain Dew. Wow. It knows you better than you know yourself based on your algorithms, DNA, everything. So it's like the machine learns to speak human and therefore speaks more of your language than like knows you more than you know yourself. That's what it reminded me of. Like it knows like this is probably what you're like. Um, so I think that using saliva and not using blood, it also kind of threw me off because I thought, well, how much can you get from really from saliva? Right. Apparently a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause when like we think of, schedule? um, a lot of detail to something you usually think of blood. Mm-hmm. So it kind of surprised me with the whole saliva and you can tell, exi- you know, most of my traits, what I look like, what I like as far as foods, what my taste buds are like, even tells you about your earwax. <laughs> Good. What? Gravy. Yeah. I told him, it says, I'll, I'll go over it. But, I want to see um, what, what they think you look like. <laughs> me too. It's so, like Whoopi Goldberg. Um, <laughs> It also says, you know, these are usually what it would be based on your DNA, but also your choices in life, too, can affect it um, like smoking, with your diet and, yeah. things, you know, the things that you, yeah. So I'm going to get into the predisposed um, issues. There's a lot that they test for. They tar- test for Parkinson's. Um, they test for type 2 diabetes. Wow. I, I mean, not test for them, like saying that you're positive for this, but that 
you're more likely to develop this thing in your life. Not necessarily right. that you're going to. Just based on your DNA. Yeah, because um, there's even ones on here that would make you more prone to cancer um, mm-hmm. if you're if you test for those. So I came up um, and they also have what degree you would more get this. So I had age-related macular degeneration. So that affects your eyes. Um, It affects your vision usually later on in life when you're older. Uh, It said I have a slight increased risk for that. Which, you know, my eyes are shitty anyways, so I kind of... (laughs) And that didn't surprise me. Um, I have a slightly increased risk for celiac disease. I have stomach issues. Mm -hmm. That didn't surprise me. Um, And then I have the late onset Alzheimer's disease. I had one of the two things that they tested for. Um, And, I mean... That kind of, it's in our family. Um, so, yeah, it's they test for two variants. I had um, one of them. But it, it's interesting, too, they tell you what the name is of the variant. And you can actually take these things to your doctor and discuss them with it. And on the 23andMe website, they I watched some videos and where people... Um, found out that they're predisposed to certain things. Like I watched a video of this lady saying she was predisposed to the cancer ones that they screened for. So her and her um, relatives went and got tested and found out, yes, that this is true. What 23 Me said and made them more aware of it. Um, and kind of uh, took like <clears throat> their health into their hands and was able to, cause I, um, they had people who had passed away from cancer and if you can get on, you know, with your health and your uh, diet and, but. So you could potentially go to your doctor and say, Hey, look, I tested for this variable, yeah. a marker for what can I do right now? Right. To try, kind of like either slow it down or to like, um, for the type two diabetes, it, actually came up typical likelihood that I'll develop type 2 diabetes. Which is weird to me because type 2 is reversible and type 2 is generally and normally from being overweight. It said um, that I have a 37% chance of developing type 2 diabetes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but of course there are overweight between people the, out there And it tells that you what time or develop it. Yeah, what, sure. what ages you develop between the ages of 33... Um, and 80, it says. Huh. Wow. And then there's this uh, 0 to 100%, and it shows you on there, like, you are here. Huh. How how likely about the Alzheimer's? Um, That doesn't, uh, that one was, I have a slight increased risk because I have one of the two things. So my mom's have been having issues and she told me just recently that she was having issues forgetting um, certain things. And she was worried about when I showed her the test. Um, So now she's going to take it to the doctor and ask him about it. uh, And see if they can test her too for this, I guess. Good. Yeah. It's good. It's good to get a jump on it. So, um, I, you know, the other ones I didn't test 
or they didn't detect. So that's good. Uh, and then let's see. I was really shocked at the carrier status. Let me uh, open that really quick. So once again, these are ones that you can pass on to your children. It actually said that it detected that I could carry on because I have one variant of this non-syndromic hearing loss and deafness. I could pass this on to my children. Yikes. So if I um, bred with somebody who had the same thing in their DNA, there would be a higher chance of it happening, and that would either mean that your children would have a hearing aid or be totally deaf. Your whole family's screaming at one another, like an Italian family. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I said! <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes I feel deaf a little bit. <laughs> so... Um, I always thought that like Aunt Denise and uh, Uncle Danny talked really loud. They always sounded mad at each other. I'm like, no, I just don't think they could hear one another. <laughs> We're all just hard of hearing. We just never realized it. I think so. Uh, they just locked up. <laughs> but this actually tests for a lot of different things. Like, as you guys can see, I'm scrolling. Um, this is all the things it tests for. And how much was this? Uh, I think it was $200 for the health screen and the genealogy. That's pretty cool. That's so, not a bad price at all to have mm-hmm. a lab, like, you know, go ahead and process it and send you back a full, super in-depth report yeah. that includes, like, your sleep cycle. Right. Yeah. So uh, That's so crazy to me. Some of these things I've never heard of in my whole life. Uh, a lot of them. Cell disease. I mean, I've heard of sickle cell anemia. They test for that. Um, Tay-Sachs disease. Usher syndrome, type 3A. Yeah, yeah. Type 1F. Zellweger syndrome spectrum. Yeah, I don't know all these, but... Celebrities now have their own diseases. (laughs) Usher disease. (laughs) I got the case of the Usher Raymonds. So I only tested for... um, one of those. And then I'll go to the wellness part. So with the wellness, they have um, <clears throat> how likely you are to flush after drinking alcohol. I said I was unlikely to flush. <laughs> That's so crazy to get that. To flush? Specific. Yeah, like, like your skin flushing, like pinking. Oh, like, like, like how alcoholics yeah. get like red noses yeah. or something. Yeah, they actually they call it gin blossoms, and that's where the gin blossoms got their name. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's some I useless information blossoms. for you. <clears throat> I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. I feel like I learned something just now, though. I learned that from my English know. teacher in high school, Mr. Roberts. Huh? Your English teacher was probably oh, pretty really? cool. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, caffeine consumption. I was likely to consume more. Deep sleep. More likely to be a deep sleeper. That is true. You are both of those. Um, genetic weight. So they said I was predisposed to be uh, about average. Um, lactose intolerance. Likely tolerant. Muscle composition. Uncommon in elite power athletes. I don't know what that means. Uh... Mm-hmm. 
And then saturated fat and weight, likely similar weight. Sleep movement, likely average or less movement. So you are a stone sleeper. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, it's weird that they can tell if you're moving around more in your sleep. Yeah. Based on your DNA. Uh, and then we go to the traits area. And it actually tells you if you're more likely to match a musical pitch. Um, Seriously? Yeah. If Come you, on. <laughs> How the fuck would they know that? <laughs> um. They had already made clones of her other day. <laughs> exactly. She must be the the one that's good at it because these other three suck. <laughs> um, asparagus odor detection. <laughs> um, if you're more likely to taste bitter taste. Um, cheek dimples. If you're if you have cheek dimples, which just said I wouldn't have them. And uh, sl- how you would. Taste cilantro if you be one of the people who like cilantro or not like it. Yeah, because to some people, it tastes like dish soap. Yeah. And I don't get that because I love cilantro. I don't think I've ever just eaten cilantro. However, I'm curious if it's something I that I actually like or don't. So I feel like I'm going to do that just to know. I think yeah, it's, it so. is one of those things that you're just like already predisposed for, for like either you like it or you don't. Right. Because... Uh, you know, half the people that I talk to, they think it tastes, and everybody says the same thing. It tastes like soap if if they don't like it. <clears throat> the other half is like, no, I love soap. <laughs> um, talks about my earlobe type. Uh, now, did it show a picture of what they think you look like, or is it just describing? It's describing. Okay. So it's like, like talking man, about, man, I want to see this. It's talking about my earlobe, right? talking about my earwax, talking about my eye color. Um, <clears throat> It's talking about your finger length ratio, uh, whether you have freckles or not, if your uh, hair would have photo bleaching or not, um, your hair texture, your hair thickness, light or dark hair. Um, and So insanely thorough. I mean, for describing me, it was like uh, likely straight or wavy hair. Um, Did they tell you like what at what age you would get menopause around? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm just right. Like, I mean, I don't if it's know. that thorough, like, tell right. me the big I, shit. I, I see you know, part, exactly. Now, what my sleep pattern is, whether or not I crave nachos after I have a Mountain Dew, like, <laughs> what time is what? menopause gonna kick in? So it's you, hate, you hate the sound of, of of chewing, right? Yes, that's on here, like misophonia. Oh yeah, if you're more likely or less likely. Oh to get man, fuck Kit Kat um, commercials in the ass. <laughs> it even talks give me a break. <laughs> My sister is like that too. She wants to randomly just stab people in the face that she can hear eating. It is her Dude, biggest pet peeve. And my mom, her whole mom, might as well be one big bridge. You know, she got a lot oh, of bridges. Jesus. So I'm like, girl, you can make so mashed can potatoes crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even with you. I love you to death, but I don't want to choke the shit out of you at the same time. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god, I was listening to uh God he doesn't he never listens anyway. I was listening to the Jason's mom <laughs> text to me yesterday and she sounded like the entire table of the Simpsons when they're eating dinner. That's exactly what it sounds like. like. Girl, you don't need to talk every time you take a bite. Right. Oh, my gosh. Talk. I know I was trying. I'm like, girl, as you were eating, like, talk to me later. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Like, do you want a trough? For real? 
I'm just so excited. <laughs> the family's all together again. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like, too. I'm so glad we got together. <laughs> it talks about uh, if you'd be more frequent for having mosquito bites, which you get mosquito bites all the yeah. time. I will never forget when we were swimming in your pool and you had that rocking mosquito bite on your forehead that swelled up so bad, it looked like you had been hit with a baseball bat. I know. I'm Jeez. like so highly allergic to them. It was bad, dude. It, did, it does say on here, likely bitten more often than others. Um, Got that tasty blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it talks about motion sickness. It talks about newborn hair. Damn. Um, Photix. Photic sneeze reflex, if you have one or not, uh, if you have red hair or not, um, s- skin pigmentation, like how light your skin is or if you have darker skin. And uh, if you prefer sweet versus salty toe length ratio, <laughs> unibrow it has on here. Jeez. Likely no unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You don't look like that guy everybody's seen in their dreams. Likely to keep her appearance. <laughs> um, <laughs> no pussy stank. Yeah. It talks about wake up time, which is funny because it's very like detailed. Like, what, Now, does it talk about addictions? Like, are you prone to, or do you have like a, an addictive personality? Does it predict that? Um, I don't see that on here. I feel like. Everything I mean, else they figured out, they should be able to figure out if there's some sort of genetic marker in there for right. addiction. I but would think that that would be. It sounds like because when I signed up and I was waiting for my results, that's in the middle of that, like only a, uh, five days before my results came out, they just said, now we have type 2 di- diabetes. Um, like, Oh, yeah, one. the So it looks like they always are keeping up to date and trying to figure out more things to put on there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so it's not like a set thing. I'm sure there'll be more in the future. No, but it's it's actually pretty crazy how thorough it actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really surprising to me. I thought I was just going to, when I did it, I was just going to get something in the mail that was like, oh, okay. Um, Irish percentage, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I didn't think how it was it used it, to be, be that in depth. Yeah, and back in the crazy. day, I think that's how it was when they first started. That's all it was, was just a sheet of paper. But yeah. now they just have so right. many different people's DNA that they're like, oh, there's this weird little loop-de-loop here. So that means that, I, you know. Technology this. has gotten better, too, I'm sure, as well, and figured out how to use what we have now mm-hmm. in more ways. Um, I'm dying to do this now. And it says on here, DNA relatives, you share DNA and ancestors with 1,151 other 23andMe customers. Um, so then you click find your matches. And when you find your matches, I mean, the first person who comes up is my mom. Um, it tells me how much DNA we share. Then... After that, it shows each uh, individual person, all these people I don't know, but it tells you how much DNA you share with them. Hmm. Um, and then it tells you, like, this person, uh, it says, second cousin, mother's side, 2.73% DNA shared. It says, it says the names. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it does actually yeah. say that. 
if wow. they want to share it because there's an oh. option on there i think that you can say yeah if if you don't want to share your i don't think they would like there's other ones second to fourth cousin mother's side i, I like how it says you know what side too right mm-hmm. dang yeah i definitely want to get that done just because i'm curious of what <clears throat> you know my genetic makeup is yeah, right, and right. as you can see, too. Know, my family told me, but as we all know, like that's always 100% accurate. And there could be a couple extra things thrown in there you didn't know about. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, for people who are listening, there are names and then next to it, you can put a um, picture if you're really that involved in it and you want to. Um, you don't really care, but some people have their pictures up there. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> we got them weird family members. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I want no. I'm, I'm like, looking to get hello? rid of some. Like, don't find me. Right. <laughs> For real. I ain't got no money. Don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little freaky. And um, I was out and someone goes, oh, did you get your 23 means results that you were talking about? And I'm like, yeah. And he said, oh, what did they say? And uh, I sold him. And he's like, oh, that uh, um, macular degeneration one is actually scary. Um, my dad has that, and, and it's, you know, it's a horrible thing. But um, he's like, why would you want to know those things? Why would you want ahead of time to always be thinking about that and worried about that? And I said, well, you know, my mom got this for me. And I don't know, but it's not like I'm sitting there always thinking about it. Right. Um. But he, he, you know, he also said, well, the good thing is that if you know about it, you can try to help prevent it because there's, you know, certain things you can do. Just like tarot readings. Yeah. That's really what it's and for. he's like, actually, there's uh, vitamins you can take for your eyes and uh, probably help slow it down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was trying to tell me where to buy them. Uh, so I don't know. I think it's good. It be scary, but you know what? Better to know than one day for shit to happen. You're like, okay, now my life's shortened. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I'd rather know ahead of time and if there's something I could do to kind of <clears throat> help prolong that being an issue down the road, then, you know, you can. We're all going to die someday. And we're all not going to have youthful bodies forever. No, I'm trying to go out at like 65. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't want to get to like in my seventies. I don't have kids. I don't got to stay alive for them. I want to go know? to that 64th birthday party. It's going to be bitching. It's going to be off the <laughs> damn out of the chain. Be hookers and blow everywhere. <laughs> like just for fun. Cause I'm old as shit and I'm going to die next year. So, you know, or I could die that night if we're being honest. Cause hookers and blow at 65 isn't really, or 64 isn't something you want to do. <laughs> it's weird to think about people who are older and when they talk about how much lifespan they have left like i'm 85 and mm-hmm. i only got about you know who you know 10 years if i'm lucky or you know around that i'm like wow it's so crazy to think about is right I'm like, I mean, my parents are 60 now, and I'm like, all right, that's not cool. Like, dad, you can't keep getting older. Like, you're not ever supposed to get older because you're With my your dad. Parents, you're like, right. please, let me just freeze you for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I know. No more aging. It's like, weird cut how, the shit out. 
Like you'll look at your parents and then in your mind you see them differently than when you take a photo of them. Mm-hmm. And you look at the photo, you're like, damn, you look you old. Like. Yeah. Yeah, my, my, my mom and my dad are both still 45 and they're mm-hmm. not. They're 60. That was 15 years ago. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. I'm like, no, that's not that's not what's gonna happen. You're gonna live forever. Yeah, I'm gonna die first. Yeah, and you're right. gonna stay I'm healthy as well. Because uh, I'm not gonna be able to go on after. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? No, I was just uh, thinking because we were talking so much about disease, um, about the uh, the measles outbreak. And how it's got, it's raging the war now between anti-vaxxers versus vaccinators. Like, the war has, like, like, it's been going on for a long time, but now it's, like, really raging. Because it's, like, I don't, I'm reading all. Because the measles is now a thing. (laughs) Right. And I'm reading all different stuff. Like, I'm reading the outbreak is 30 people. And then I'm reading, like, oh, no, it's 109 people. I'm reading all different things on different websites. That's confusing. And we've, we've had controversial guests on our show before who were anti-vaxxers then someone called in and said they were a delayed vaccinator etc etc as much as it's terrible like i understand that there's some vac- there's vaccinations that need to happen and a lot of people consider anti-vaxxers to be a dangerous a threat bringing back the world world diseases etc etc so do i believe in vaccinations personally yes but at the same time, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that third world diseases, when they've been eradicated for over 100 years from any country, don't just pop up from the ground. Something had to bring it in. So that's kind of where I'm at with my thinking is are people really being screened when they enter the United States? We're screening so much you know, through customs with you know, um, for for example, they seize all that pork at the border or, you know, when we're doing our citizenships or, you know, there's also people who are in this country, you know, illegally and there's a war raging there. But have they been screened, you know, and everybody wants to point fingers about this. But all I'm saying is just think about how third world diseases got here in the first place is when the English settlers came over and, you know, it wiped out the Indians, wiped out the Aztecs, you know, with mumps and measles. It came from another place, another origin. So you can't just say, well, it's because people stopped vaccinating their kids. Like, people don't just develop it from the ground. Something yeah. had to infiltrate the United States in, or, like, some sort of even bio-warfare. Like, I'll vouch for that. I remember when the flu became a, quote, epidemic. And it was getting harder and harder to fight the flu. And then we had the flu vaccines. And sometimes they didn't even work. And I'm like, is the flu like evolving beyond our control? Is this a form of biowarfare? Is it being brought over from another country? I don't know. I'm not saying this for a fact. I'm not saying that this is the way it is. I'm just saying, think about it. Just think about it before you start pointing fingers in all different directions. It just does not pop up from the ground, folks. It just doesn't. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. And now that it has become an outbreak, you might want to think about vaccinating or at least doing your homework thoroughly. Um, is the measles viral? Yeah, it can be 
Um, I know it can be spread through coughing, you know, handshaking, etc. I I do believe it's viral. Let me see here. So, and now all U.S. states require most parents to vaccinate the children. I'm going to read this from NPR. Um, All U.S. states require most parents to vaccinate their children against some preventable diseases, including measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, um, to be able to attend school. Such laws often apply to children in private schools and daycare facilities, as well as public schools. At the same time, beyond medical exemptions, most states also allow parents to opt out of this vaccine requirement for religious reasons. In 17 states permit other exemptions, allowing families to opt out of school vaccination requirements for personal or physiological reasons. Michelle Mello, a professor of law and health research and policy at Stanford University, says the bar for claiming an exemption from vaccine requirements has been very low in many states. You can believe that vaccine vaccines don't work or that they are unsafe or they simply fly in the face of your um, uh, parenting philosophy, she says. But this winter's outbreaks of measles across the nation are resulting in challenges to many exemptions. Um, At least eight states, including some that have experienced measles outbreaks this year, want to remove personal exemptions for the measles vaccine. And some states would remove the exemption for all vaccines. Uh, Most of this year's measles cases have been among children who are not vaccinated against the virus. Uh, Once considered eradicated in the U.S., measles has sickened at least 159 people since the start of 2019. Um, Again, think about it. Uh, In outbreaks ranging from uh, Washington, Oregon to Texas and New York uh, last year, there were 372 cases uh, nationwide. So the the move among state legislators to tighten vaccine requirements is good news uh, to Diane Peterson, the associate director for immunization projects with the pro-vaccine advocacy group Immunization Action Coalition. Measles is not like the common cold, she says. Uh, children get very, very sick and can be hospitalized, she says, adding measles can even lead to death. The virus so it is viral, is highly contagious, airborne, and uh, easily spreads. It can survive in the air for a couple of hours. A patient with measles can go to the doctor, cough in the exam room, and two hours later, another patient coming in the same room can be infected. Uh, So it's spread like the flu. The virus is spreading fast this winter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, None of this sits well with activists who want their states to remain personal and physiological exemptions. No one should sit in judgment of another person's religious beliefs and spiritual beliefs. Um, a spokesperson for National Vaccine Information Center, a group that lobbies against mandatory vaccination and thinks parents should have a choice. No person should be allowed to force someone to violate their conscience when they're making a decision about the use of a pharmaceutical uh, product that carries the risk of harm. The scientific consensus about any risk of vaccines from vaccines is that serious side effects are extremely rare. A suggestion that immunization might be caused to severe consequences like aut- to autism was debunked years ago after findings supporting um, findings supporting that uh, the links were proved to be fraudulent. Um, so so far, only three states. Mississippi, West Virginia, and California prohibit nearly all vaccine exemptions, including the one uh, exempting families who say their religious belief conflicts with the vaccination. So that's weird. So even if they did that, you could still say, well, my religious beliefs don't, like, they would still have a choice. They could just opt out and say, well, my religion says no. Um, 
So, yeah, I was curious uh, how it was spread exactly because, um, well, I went on the CDC, uh, CDC page and they said that it's only spread by humans. It's not spread through any other animals. Like, I think that the Zika virus was spread through um, mosquitoes. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see if it could be spread through things like that, too. But it's it can't. That's crazy that it can live in an area when the person is gone for up to two hours. And they're just kind of floating there. And then um, the CDC also said that that it can be contagious four days before the rash appears and four days after. Uh, and that it's so contagious that if someone um, has the measles, um, 90% of the people close to that person who are not immune will get infected. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, yeah, it's a fine line. I know there's a lot of people who don't vaccinate, but, and I think the number has grown, especially since, um, there's a lot of, um, I think that people are, how do I put this? Uh, there's a lot more options now. We're like trying to (laughs) tiptoe. There's a lot more options now what to do. Um, like you said, vaccinate, delayed vaccinations, or not to vaccinate. Um, and I think before it was really pressed on and it wasn't really much of a choice, but now you have that choice and you have to sign stuff. And um, at least when you, you have your child who's not vaccinated and, and they're in school with other kids, And it seems like it's getting more and more common. Um, and the thing with them is they usually say, well, your child's vaccinated. So what? what's, you know, if the vaccinations are so good, why are you scared of my unvaccinated child? Right. Yeah, there's that argument and too. they say, well, vaccinations have loopholes in them too, you know. Right. Um, I think also... From the I don't I don't don't quote me, but I think that when a child is vaccinated, there's like a certain time period where they can still be infected, right? Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how it works. I believe so. Um, um. So even if they're vaccinated, there still could be that that area where they still could get it. Well, look at the flu shot. People are always always pressing the flu shot. I mean, you know, Jason's mom was talking about it yesterday, like. I believe in it. I believe it works. I haven't had the flu. I go, it doesn't even protect against influenza A, which is the most common flu. Oh, oh so it does. Someone told me that it did. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I have to look huh. it up now because my friend said, my sister has influenza A. They tested her and she just, she's had it for about mm, three days now. And she said, me and my kids were living in the same house had the flu shot so we're not at risk to get it because that covers influenza a Mm. and now i'm curious yeah i don't believe it it does because that's what i was reading i was like well then what the hell's the point and then you've got i mean back in the 80s you know we were vaccinated we're fine but you know now they've come up with like a million other vaccinations since then you're like whoa whoa wait what are they vaccinated against Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I don't know. It, guys, I'm just saying, do do your homework and do it thoroughly. And um, I'm I'm kind of with the delayed vaxxers. 
I think, you know, I, I mean, I, I get what they're trying to do. Like, we just want to make sure our child's okay. Before we send them to school, we will vaccinate them. You know, that's great. Um, but others will aggressively not agree with me and just say no from the jump. Boom, they got to be vaccinated. Okay, then do the thing. Then, then you do you. If I had a child, I definitely would be a delayed vaccinator. Yeah. Um, Let's just make sure everything's kosher. <laughs> because... You know, we had a couple people on who are definitely anti-vaccinators. Mm. Um, I respect them. And we got shit for that, too. I, I was surprised. It. I know. It actually is funny to me because <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't listen to our podcast. But as soon as we put up a picture and, to you know, it's like, oh, hell no. Right. But that's... <laughs> It, you know, you it, are, it's people scouring the internet for that hashtag anti-vaccinating. And I'm like, really? Didn't even listen to the show. Okay. Didn't even listen to what they had yeah. to say. And that's the other thing that kills me. If you have a point and you listened and you want to say it, but say it in a mature way and not just be like, oh, that's too bad. that person's like, they need to burn. Yeah, dude, I read, like, I really? read a status yesterday, screenshot from Jason, his friend posted this, and it was like, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you need to eat shit and die, you fucking piece of, you know, whatever, just going off the most classless way to present an argument. And I'm like, dude, if you were on my side of the argument, I'd be ashamed that you were on that side. Like, that's terrible. Like, come on, man. Get off your high horse. You know, I I, I have a, a different view than a lot of people, but I don't say to anybody, you do, you deserve to die. Right. Uh, you know, burn your house down. People like uh, to get militant about <laughs> everything. It's just like, you know, I don't care if I don't, I really don't care what your religious beliefs are or if you have none at all. If you are a militant atheist, though, like that's draining. You are just, and, and the thing about that is that, well, then obviously the, the idea of the existence of God threatens you that much mm-hmm. that you're just going to be like, any anytime somebody talks about their Lord and Savior, whatever, they just immediately, you know, get on a pulpit, get on a soapbox, and just start tearing them to shreds. Like, wow, you really need to find some other way to channel this kind of energy into something useful. Because why are you out to destroy people? That's what it is. It doesn't matter what they believe. These types of people are just out to destroy their fellow man. They're angry. I just cut off a... 15-year friendship with somebody because they were and they're like a hardcore shove it down your throat and pull it right out of your ass like atheists. Oh, geez. So what you're saying, yeah, someone talks about God and then he just sounds off and he's constantly picking fights. And I'm like, you're a fucking child. Like grow up. And why? yes, why don't you have hobbies besides talking shit to people, try and make yourself feel better? Like, don't be such a douchebag. So... And I had commented on her, and I'm like, dude, you don't have to be so fucking mean to people. And he was like, well, you can always delete yourself. I said, bye. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then he messaged me after, and he was like, I'm sorry things turn out like that. And I said, well, you were a dick. I'm not sorry. Goodbye. And then I blocked him. <laughs> Good. <Boom. laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Angry. He's so, an angry person. And I'm not trying to categorize people, but I, I will say uh, <laughs> that I have found – to be oftentimes more than not um, atheists 
um, that they actually tend to be, from what I've seen, like I said, just my own personal thing, uh, observant, more angry and attack people like, oh, God, like talking all this crap, going out of their way to constantly challenge that, you know. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, you're just exerting a lot of energy on something that you don't believe Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me and, wonder um, if you actually do believe it. Well, that's the thing <laughs> is what I, that's the next thing I was gonna say. So I have certain beliefs, but I don't go out of like yeah. Once in a while, I'll see something and I'll comment on it. I mean, but I'm not gonna be like burn your house down, right. move out. You know, <laughs> you die. No, um, but I'm not gonna spend that much time and effort on something like that. And you know what? The things that I believe in, I believe in, and I don't need to fight with somebody about it. Right. Right. Because I know how I feel, and I don't feel threatened by you. Exactly. Because I feel strong in my beliefs. Mm -hmm. And if you feel strong in your beliefs, it doesn't bother you. Because unless they're, you know, unless they're coming at your family or coming at, you know, people, you know, like, that's different. But if it's not affecting you and it's not hurting somebody, then who the fuck cares? Right. 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 That's everybody wants to get extreme and militant about things. And that's the problem with this country is that it is a nation of extremes. It's my way or the highway type thinking. Mm-hmm. And very famous atheist Carl Sagan, who I absolutely love and admire. Um, rest in peace. But uh, Carl Sagan said it best when he said you know, he, he doesn't believe in God. He's like, I don't believe in God, but the idea of his existence should not threaten you. So that was a very peaceful statement. Listen, I don't believe in God, but you know, go ahead and believe whatever you want to believe. I believe in science. That's cool. I'm I'm not making it a mission to tear other people down over it. I'm just here to preach science. And that's it. I'm not here to do any harm. Do no harm. Do no harm. So, um, Yeah. And I actually got into a conversation with a couple guys. One guy was borderline on the side with me about beliefs, and the other guy was totally not. Um, I told both of them, I respect both of your opinions. You don't have to think the same way I do. It doesn't bother me. Like, you can't. Because it, it had to do with religion. Like, I said, you know, I'm not the most religious person. I don't go to church, but I do believe in God. And I'm never going to push my beliefs on anybody. Um, so, but the one guy who was totally opposite of me, um, he went out of his way to be like, that's bullshit and that's dumb. And what you guys believe in, that's dumb. Like, Oh, uh, my God. And Great way to present but, the argument. So here I am and I'm like talking very calmly. And I said, well, I respect you. And I hope that you respect me too. And I'm like, why are you so angry? You seem so angry. Like, right. and I hope. Is that because you need Jesus? No. Yeah. <laughs> and no, 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 I said, I said, did something happen to you? <laughs> and I was being honest. Right, right. Because I go, did something bad happen? Is that why you don't believe in God? Did you used to believe in God? He's like, yes, yeah, I used to believe. I was like, did something happen? He goes, yes, something happened. Oh, here we go. And I'm like, and it turns out a child had died. And Oh, I see. Um. He thought if you take a child away, then there must not be a God for what happened to this child because it was, it was a bad situation. But um, 
I'm like, okay, this is where the anger is coming from. Okay, that makes sense. But there's always something behind, you know, behind it. Yeah, there usually is. Or they grew, they grew up in a mil like a uh, a militant, viable home, for example, where it was just way too much, and they were like, oh, no, fuck this. Yeah, you know, I get that too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, identify the hurt. Don't, and that's the thing. You can't take harm and then go harm somebody else. Like right. that is well, not even the score. All no. I did was go. I still love you. And even if you think I'm being dumb and I give him a hug, I go, you need a hug. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, Holly. (laughs) He just laughed. And I'm like, well. Holly, let's face it. I'm an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you got a little big heart in there somewhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So going back to, you know, the topic of um, what we were talking about. Um. Yes, the, as far as the non-vaccinators, um, I mean, I get people are scared. I get their children. They don't want anything to happen to them, and, and children are more likely to, if they come down with something bad, you know, they're young and they and their immune systems can't always handle a lot like do- adults can. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that. So, it, but it's hard to say what should happen because we're here in America now we have we are able to have that free will choice and and this is my family I want this for them like you shouldn't have the right to choose yeah um i just love that all these people that said they were progressive and patient and uh, you know open to all these schools of thought have now closed up that side of themselves, like closed for business, like <laughs> all right, all of a sudden, like it's the tables have turned. Where I was like, no, except for that. <laughs> well, what? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I heard there was uh, at that time at the time, which was last week, I think it was. There was one case that hit Wayne County. I don't remember that. Um, I heard that there was the first case of the measles that hit Wayne County. Oh man, you keep but that, I don't know. Keep like that all down these... there with you guys. <laughs> all these people say different things. So. Holly, find out who patient zero is, right. right? And put them in a bubble immediately. This is your new. But mission. if you were vaccinated as a child, I mean, you're not able to get it, right? So yeah, I don't know. That, that would be the point, I would assume. Um, but um, I do think it's time for a break, though, because I do have to use the restroom. <laughs> so, um, I have a ghost story. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for Holly's ghost story. We'll be back. You can play that Lizzo song now. Hey, y'all. Howdy. Howdy, ho. Welcome back. You know, spirit world was a little slow lately because I think last time you we were like, sometimes there's just not a lot of ghost news or whatever, and then it's not hot there. enough for the demons to come out and play. <laughs> right? That's why it's been so cold in the D. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, so I was reading something that said a Michigan couple says they caught an actual ghost on camera scratching their baby. Did you read this? No. I saw that and the video is creepy unless there was like some really well done, I don't know, video stuff. You saw it, you said? 
Yeah. That's it if, looks legit. If it scratches you, it's a demon. That's not just a ghost. Well, and it was like this shadow thing, like clear walking through their living room and the baby gets up out of like the playpen to look around like what was mm-hmm. that? And, what, and that's what? why I was like, What the and how did I my phone just is. die? Oh shut up. Oh, yeah, literally as soon as Hang I went to go on. read the story, my phone just oh. died. And it was at All 60, our phones are gonna start dying. It now. was at sixty percent like earlier. I haven't really done much on it. Oh lord. Um, but yeah, uh, Casey's gonna look it up. I don't remember these people's names now. Um, but it was a Michigan couple, and Michigan baby scratch. <laughs> Michigan baby scratch scratch over scratch a record. Baby scratches record in Michigan. Newest DJ. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> okay, so this is according to People Magazine. Michigan couples. Uh, Says they caught a ghost on nanny cam after finding scratches on baby's face. A uh, Michigan couple is looking for a new home after they say they captured nanny cam footage of a ghost in their one-year-old daughter's room and a mysterious and mysterious scratches on her face. Uh, Joshua Higgins, 30, and Heather Bro, 20, 25, uh, said they believe that their home in Highland, Michigan is haunted after they saw footage of what they believe to be a ghostly figure wandering around their daughter Lily Higgins' crib. In the video, Lily suddenly stands up and looks around as the figure appears to across the room. It was chilling. Um, Higgins told WXYZ it was literally a chill down your spine. Like, what if factory is that what I just saw? All right, let me pull up this video here. Of course, that that again is on people.com. Okay, let's get this going here. Did you did you see the video yet? Yeah, I oh, saw okay. the video. Um, I mean, Casey's gonna play it, but there's somebody's calling. Hello. Um, hello. Is this is this the is this the podcast the famous podcast? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. What? Why are you guys so quiet? You guys are you're recording because so quiet right now. We, we were just about been to play a video. You would know that we were about to play um, a video that about a Michigan couple. No, no, but, but also, but also, when you're listening to your your thing online, it's 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 quiet. Mm. <laughs> like you have to put up your ear. Maybe you listen with headphones. I guess I don't know. Sounds quiet. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Uh, no, I'm telling you for a fact that my volume's turned up all the way in this fight. Anyways, uh, uh, I just finished my podcast tonight. We are going you to... You have a podcast? What are you guys doing tonight? What are you guys doing? Is that Mary? Yeah, Mary's here. Okay, tell her something. She was listening. She had the phone to her ear. She was really excited about it. <laughs> proud of you. Um, but here. Everyone here is really proud of you, Holly. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I have a whole cheerleading thing going on. Um, you do. The, the ca- you do, man. So, Casey's about to play this video. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I might, what's, what's the video about? So, the video is about, so there's a Michigan couple in uh, Highland, Michigan, and they have a nanny cam, and um, they reported that their baby got scratched by a ghost. And on the nanny cam, you can see um, a figure going across the room. And in this video that she's about to play, the baby stands up and looks around in the room at the same time that the ghost is walking past. 
Okay, well, that's, um, yeah. Well, how fun with that show? That sounds like a great topic. Okay, um, I'll talk to you later. Have fun. Bye. Th- thanks, guys. Uh, by the way, we are going to be all right. I'm releasing it soon. I'm shamelessly plugging myself. Sorry, Casey. What? What? Um, hey, Casey, congratulations, by the way, for selling out, selling out in Ireland. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, congratulations. All right, well, you girls are the best. Uh, you have a fan club here at Bella Costa Cafe. And... Uh, you're, we're listening to you right now on the phone, so there you go. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so wow. much. <laughs> uh, so there's not really any sound, I don't think, on there. On what? On that video. But I didn't look oh, at the, it. Oh, the people. Ready. So with the music changed, too, what you're seeing here is a suspected ghost haunting a Michigan home. You kind of see it. Wait, hold on. I saw the, there was a little blip there. It's like right over where the kid was looking, and then this yeah. figure just moved. Oh, there there it goes. See, so that kind of, yes, there it is. It's, a young couple is claiming their home is haunted after capturing a ghost like figure on their nanny cam. So here's the deal. The couple say they set up the camera in their one-year-old daughter's bedroom after they noticed she had three deep purple scratches on her face. You I can did. see those in the picture. All right, so all of a sudden that emerges. Then in the video, you see this figure walk by the baby's crib as she pops up. But the creepy thing is, is that the, the kid pops up, watches it move through the right. room before it seems to vanish. So obviously if the kid sensed something or heard something. I don't think ghosts really make noises. I don't know. <laughs> According to local Detroit TV station. I don't know the ghost rules. The TV station WXYZ, so which is a real really TV is. station name. A team of paranormal experts came in to investigate and help the couple. According to the little girl's grandfather, the ghost may be someone who lived in the house before. Before, apparently a man who had lived there had died by suicide by jumping out of a window. Oh, wow. Too bad he didn't have that info before they moved in. Yeah. Couple say they don't only feel it's harmful to their daughter, but to them as well. The mother, get ready, told WXYZ that one morning she woke up and felt someone's hands around her neck. I'm That's just like, like you guys should have been going. Why is this funny? I know. They also say why they don't know they're being targeted, but want nothing to do with this seemingly unfriendly ghost. The young par- <laughs> Does anyone want something to do with? Zero to do. The young parents say for now they are staying in a room together with their daughter good idea at the alleged haunted house but once they've saved enough money they are moving out look this is for me having a, a baby monitor always been my biggest fear you look in the, every time i look at my baby monitor i think i'm gonna see something wild because it already looks weird i'm not a believer of ghosts but seeing that video i mean what did they doctor the video to try to go viral i can't think of any other explanation they sound awkward and nervous and they're like ah, that's my worst fear but good luck with that guys Right. When you get that movie or that money to save up and move out. Well, that scarred me for life. (laughs) Back to you, Vince. Like, Uh, wow. But like she says, you know, was it altered? Yeah. Like, why would, uh, it's not like they're going to get money for this. Like, why would they alter the video just and and scratch their child? You know what I mean? I mean, some people do things to get attention in their 15 minutes of fame, but that's a weird one. It's a really weird one. And I remember. I think it was, and I talked about this before, that made-for-TV movie, um, The Haunted, or The Haunting, whatever it was called, that family from the 80s who lived in a duplex that was haunted, they did talk about, like, the differences between ghosts and demons, that the demons can bring ghosts together to cause physical harm. So if you have physical harm to you, it's more than just a standard poltergeist, it's more than just a ghost, it's a demon working to harm you. So that's why when they, you said the scratches on the baby's face, I'm like, dude, that's a demon. 
That's mm-hmm. messed up. Get out of there. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, definitely wouldn't mess around with that stuff. And I would put a camera in too if my, you know, if I had a child in their that's mysterious scratches on their face. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's nuts. But it looks really real to me. I don't know anything about doctoring, you know, video because that's not something I know about. But yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it was clearly a person. Yeah, it was clearly like, yeah. I thought we were going to see like a dark like, shadow or something. Yeah. It was a lot more than that. No, it was like a clear, like, there was a person. visible outline and you could see them walking across. It was definitely yeah. not a blob. It was. It looked exactly like a person. It had more detail than a lot of things I've seen. That's why I think... I wanted to close in, but I was too scared. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of the Momo thing. We were like, I wanted to watch that video on YouTube. What happens when you FaceTime Momo at 3 a.m.? No. I'm like, hell no, I'm not watching that. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I'm not even going to give that attention. Uh, But, yeah... It had a lot more detail than what I've seen in other videos. Is technology getting better? Yes. The weird thing um, is, like, when I saw it, it was, like, super tall and a little stiff. So I'm thinking, is that is a super tall and stiff? <laughs> is that a robot friend? <laughs> oh, no. Did she feel fantastic? <laughs> uh, Tara the Android. That video creepy needs doll. to be in our opening thing. She needs to be a guest on the show. If you don't know what we're talking about, oh, like make an intro and edit that. We have to tell you there was a video on the internet of a robot, which, if you know me, you know I hate robots. We should not make them smarter. Mm. (laughs) I mean, have we not all seen Black Mirror yet? (laughs) Like, you're not wrong. Um, (laughs) And in this video, this man thinks he's going to create this robot woman, not for pleasure. Keep in mind. Not for the number one reason, like like you do. Not for the brothels that are popping up in Canada. I don't know. Did that one in Michigan uh, actually take off? I don't know. They're working on. They're about to be everywhere. <laughs> there was one in Michigan. But, yeah, there was supposed to be one Sex opening up. I think you might have been out that day that we were talking about that one. Um, she loved the sex brothel <laughs> for uh, her superstar career of her. Music. She was going to sing and take off. Yeah, she was supposed to make all these millions of dollars on pop star (laughs) robot. Yep. First singing Android. But she was like, I feel fantastic. (laughs) And her head was like a a dental mannequin. (laughs) I know. I love that video. She's truly crazy. Let's show the backyard for uh, part of the video. Right. Scenery. Scenery. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shot of the bushes. When we (laughs) talked about that, the debunking of the video, they think that the person who re uploaded that added those shots just to be creepy. (laughs) They're like, I think this was doctored. I think. (laughs) How can you have that thing creepy when you're like, whose backyard is that? And you know, he lives by himself. He's probably like, whoa. He lives. I knew I could, but did I stop to think, should I? (laughs) No, this was a bad idea. Are you saying fire. he's like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was probably like, hey, I made it come to life. Look. Oh, wait. There's nobody around me. Oh, my God. She's moving. Oh, this is <laughs> terrible. Oh, God. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Robots. Um, yeah. We're going to get to the, like, my brother and I were talking about this. We're going to get to the point where we it will be like aliens. Like, we're not going to be able to distinguish who's a human, who's an android. There's going to be no distinction. 
I mean, because think about it, like consciousness, the brain and consciousness are two different things. And we think about science, not so fiction, like take, for instance, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. How that started was taking his daughter's consciousness and uploading it to a robot. You are your consciousness. And we've talked about this before. You are not this brain. You are not this, you know, sack of flesh. So if you were to take, if you were to be able to harness consciousness like scientists are trying to right now, harness it, you could potentially live forever like in the robots, like we were saying. And then after a while, you will not be able to tell the difference. Who was the original and who is the android? I mean, have you have you guys seen Westworld? No. I've, oh, heard, I've heard of it, but people love that so show. so damn good. It is so damn good. All the shit you're talking about, like futuristic, you know, robots being actual people, not being able to tell the difference. Like, and obviously it's actors that play the robots, but still, like, the, the whole point of it is the same. That, yeah, eventually that technology will exist and eventually robots will exist to the point where... You're like, oh, is Sarah real or is Sarah a robot? Right. You know? They will be living among us. Being married to one will not be taboo. Right. You know, it's just, it'll just be a common thing. You know, just like Bishop from Aliens. Yeah. The future is endless with weirdness. Right. <laughs> she didn't know he was a robot until he nicked himself and started bleeding and it was white. And she flipped out. <laughs> she had a bad experience with the android in the first movie. How effed up would that be? Right. Like, I love you, hubby. Oh, my God, you don't bleed blood. Right. You, you believe this weird jizz thing. Like, yeah. Why, are you why is your arm jizzing? <laughs> People Here's are my arm jizz. <laughs> People are saying that uh, with children nowadays um, and phones and technology getting greater, um, people being glued to their technology, that they have no social skills. Well... But then people are okay with robots getting more uh, socially inept. Yes. Um, to the point where we have brothels with robots in them. We can up, probably, if we can upload conscious, we can upload emotions, we can upload judgment. And the thing is, like you said, you know, the future is going to be a lot worse mm-hmm. <laughs> in that aspect. And it will phase out. A lot of human relationships. Right. You'll just be connected to a robot. <laughs> and then we will all be and, the machine. I mean, people are saying, oh, people are having children less nowadays. And there's actually some people who are worried about that because population is going down. Um, and let's add robots into that mix. Right. But then your robot children won't have to, like, eat, I assume. You know, it's not going to be as expensive yeah. to have children if you have designer robot children. True. Look at This chick looks like a real person except for her elbows all janky and doesn't have a bone in it. <laughs> and that's obvious. <laughs> They're getting there, though, see man. This. I, it's what creepy. Is this? At first oh, glance. Is this a sex a, doll? Yeah, I Googled no. sex robots because okay. I was curious how, how much is that Her one? bikini top does not I mean, fit she's her. only starting at $104, $104 and plus 99 Damn, that's a steal for a good shipping. time. I mean, yeah, it <laughs> is. $104. But also, can we circle back to how do you clean out the patch? Exactly. <laughs> like, I was telling my brother that, too. I go, I That's said, Holly's creepy. biggest hang-up is how are they going to clean the damn things? He's right? Like, 
I know, right? I'm like, they'd have to be like the self-cleaning oven. Yeah. But I would love to have yes. a you would robot have to be able on to, this like, show. Remove her pelvis <laughs> and remove that. I like, have to um, see him yeah, through a glass sense. window. It'd be like the bank. I'll protect I need you. a bulletproof glass window <laughs> that we can communicate. They have them at, you know, they, they have them at certain stores now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even in the um, drive throughs <laughs> She wants the... In the hood, gas station protection. Yes, yes. Gas, ge- <laughs> gas, gas station cashier protection. Yes. Can I be the cashier behind the bulletproof class to interact with a robot? I really want to interview uh, a robot. I now. mean, what did your brother How do we say? Make this because happen? it's really reasonable to be worried about people's safety <laughs> as far as in a robot brothel area and they're telling you there's no humans there how are you cleaning these freaking robots he said it's not right? gonna stop there it's not gonna stop there like like the woman i was working with she said machines have learned how to speak human once it happens you know she gets excited about it but it's like we've got this huge moral argument happening now and this is what the human race is going to become is that so all right let's take for instance the computer right you you go to work and now work seems less like in theory you think, Oh, well it, it's so much easier for me to organize files and do et cetera and do this and that I'm doing the work of four people mm-hmm. because I have a computer. Now think about what I just said. I'm now doing the work of four people. So who is it more convenient for whose life just became easier? The person using the computer, it didn't. So now you are a slave to the computer. Because now you can do the work of four people because yeah. the computer is helping you do that. So now you're working even harder. You're working those 12 to 16 hour days on salary where they got you by the balls because of the fucking machine. Mm-hmm. So where we see it as, oh, we've created artificial intelligence. No, bitch. It's the other way around. But also, it's going to be putting some people out of jobs. Yeah, that too. I mean, you think technology is, I mean, it's. It, Technology is good to an extent, but overdoing technology, and then you're going to screw yourself over, like you said. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not really They're making scary. our lives that much easier. <laughs> it's actually making it harder. Because, I, like you said, now we have no interpersonal relationships. Now homes are being torn apart. Now children aren't, aren't learning as well. You know, from their teachers, they're not even there. They're hollow. They're not even listening because all they've been staring at all night is a blue light from an iPad. Who is the slave here? I talked to a lady who told me she had she has to have a sur- surgery in the future. I'm trying to remember which surgery it was, but she said, "Holly, it's so crazy." They told me that robots would be doing the surgery. I'm like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, technology is getting that crazy where." Mm, some of it's not even humans doing surgery it's robots doing surgery i mean are they charging less then because right (laughs) now we gotta pay this expensive ass right amount for it's already happening to run it is i'm gonna do a shameless plug real quick the doctors will be just overseeing Mm -hmm. yeah that's what's gonna be Mm -hmm. they're gonna be watching (laughs) from like this you know the cashier thick glass who's the guinea pig who's having the surgeries with these robots do they have a choice? Mm. After a while, they won't. You signed a waiver and you didn't realize what you were signing. I wrote a story about this for the spring edition of Cauldron Magazine, which um, I'll post later on how you can obtain that. They're working on the website. But it's about that very same thing. It's about, you know, having there's a robot religious regime out there 
that, you know, they just evolve into like certain beliefs, just like humans. Everyone is going to be a part of the machine eventually. Everybody. Everybody has to be uploaded. Everybody's going to live forever. There's a moral argument with that, too. Some people don't even want to live forever. I don't. I want to go out 65. That is like my dust and death age. <laughs> right. Today's all centered around the 65. You remind 65. me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, when she's like, all I want to do, what did she say? I want to move to France, marry Christian Slater, and die. That's the plan I have for my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm to look that up. That's what it reminds me of. I'm going to move to France, marry Christian Slater, and die. And that's all I want to do. <laughs> right? I just want to go out at 65. Before everything starts breaking, it's super expensive, and I can't remember who the hell I am. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of here. Bye! <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. Um, the Roet thing, and then... I got to a just um discussion about space and someone was telling me which I didn't really look this up I should have but they were telling me that um it makes me want to google it my phone's dead but they were telling me that they've actually discovered how to go back 1 second oh boy. in time what but now I want to google this to really see if that's true or not I think we've gone back further than that um, showing that there is possibility for time travel. Awesome. I'd like to go back to 22, change one thing, <laughs> and then I'm good. <laughs> and, like, we went back one second. Hmm. Uh, and so <laughs> I was, like, asking these guys, if you could travel to outer space, would you? And Because it, it made me think about the Lance Bass thing you said and... <laughs> The uh, Red Bull guy who, you know, went he went into outer space. He didn't, like, go on the moon, but... Right. Uh, and I said, would you want to go the, Would you want to go into outer space? Like, I'm not even just talking about the moon, but would you want to just go into outer space? And they both said yes, and they asked me, and I go, no. And they didn't understand why I said no. And I'm like, well... Because uh, they were saying that if you go into outer space and you go to the moon... When you come back, 10 years have passed. Is this true? To the moon? That I'm not sure. I know if you like go to Mars or somewhere out there, then yeah, years have passed because okay. the, the time um, is different. Have you, ever, have you ever seen Interstellar? No. It talks about that, the mission. So yeah. if that is true and that's the case, then no, I wouldn't want to go. Right. No, time They're goes, like, well, it changes. What do you mean, why? Because a whole 10 years have passed. Right. You come back. I'm like, will you come back with a moon rock? Right. Did have you? Unless ever, you're discovering something, or like that, you, you no one else has discovered. You didn't see The Martian with Matt Damon. No. Oh, dude, you gotta I watch like the all movies. these. <laughs> yeah, because that that was the big controversy. Because when they discovered that he was actually alive on the planet, they're like this big moral argument between them. Like, look, we gotta go back, but it's gonna take us five more years to get back there. So by the time we go and rescue him, like, right. by, it's gonna be a good solid seven years before we get back to our families do you want to do that and they all had to talk to their families and say listen we gotta go get this guy we'll be back in seven years that's a good would, movie would you, it was a really good movie yeah. would you guys actually want to go to outer space if you could if you had a, uh, if no. you lost 10 years of your life even if you didn't have to pay anything and they just said we well, we need somebody um it's not like it 
and you knew it was guaranteed you you wouldn't get hurt you would go see you know outer space but i lose a decade you, but you lose 10 years of your life no i've only got 30 just more like, years left this is so like no i have to be 65 <laughs> when i die so how, mu- how much money uh 10 At years from now that's 20 like- <laughs> yeah well there's that too you know it's like if it was a year or two, okay, blink in time. <laughs> yeah. But a solid decade, nah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to give yeah. up, you know. I'll just do some, like, acid and be like, ooh, I'm in space. <laughs> From there, we were we were discussing, would you, <laughs> you know, and it just spirals and then you think about all these crazy situations, but would you want to freeze your body if you could? And then it made me think of um, Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, and you wake up and you're like, thinking it's going to be so great and it's just like, Put me back the in. world is what's it? Mondo completely regressed. Oh, <laughs> Humanity yeah, Mondo. has completely regressed. Um, Mondo yeah. the thirst mutilator. Yeah. And everybody was just so stupid and like, what the hell should I come into? You? You're like, man, I woke up in the same decade. Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. I guess it is sort of kind of starting that way, right? Like now, sentences are all condensed or words into just acronyms, LOL, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So. I felt old today. This is the beginning of idiocracy. I was reading something. I'm trying to remember what it was, but they had put quite a few like long things that are you know into abbreviated. um, And it took me a minute. I was like, "Am I going to have to Google this? (laughs) Right? (laughs) What does this mean? It's not. It wasn't even like LOL or no. uh, It was like a slew of letters next to another. I saw a meme like that, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. Like somebody needs to decode this for me." Dude, Bob Saley was like, talking about of that the other day. He said, what did he say? FOMO? Like fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. Because he said, I'm experiencing really bad FOMO because he couldn't be on the road as much. With the, <laughs> she just make that shit And I'm like, FOMO? <laughs> what What's the fuck? FOMO? He goes, fear of mif- missing out. I'm like, FOMO. You, this is, see, you need a job. That's the problem. You spend way too much time at home computer. He doesn't have a job right now. He's like, FOMO. I'm like, FOMO? What did you just call me? Well, then he You're definitely had time to write that damn Mofo, sentence, FOMO. okay? Yeah, no yeah. shit. I'm over here in the Midwest, like how we say microwave instead of microwave. We're all shortening mm-hmm. our sentences like we're fucking broken English like Jamaicans. <laughs> and then he's over here like, FOMO. I'm like, what? <laughs> Get fucked, FOMO. <laughs> You really didn't want to say that out, like say the whole thing out. <laughs> I've got I mean, a bad case though, of Holly, FOMO. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot nowadays. Now we're gonna have like robots who are on our side that can talk for us. You just look at the robot and just knows, right? FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> yes. I'm a robot FOMO girl. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I just tear off my face. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Oh. What with that? It's eleven o'clock. Oh. James Fernandez just said Brando. It is Brando. It has the, the electrolytes that plants create. It's Brando. Oh. Mondo is from Good Burger. Shit. Mondo, <laughs> Mondo Burger. Brando. They're so similar. Uh, they probably were derived from Mondo Burger. Better watch your butt, man. I like both. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what that was, the guy from Mondo, was James you- Fernandez helped me out here. Ah, uh, he was uh, Doogie Howser. Um, oh, muffins. you're talking about the guy that was in um, 
How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You're talking about... <laughs> We're going to break it down. You're talking Fungo. about... Uh, shit. Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, Neil Patrick Harris. Love him. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> uh, one more thing. I don't know if I talked about this before, but did you see that the Good Burger car is for sale? No? How much? It's uh, broken down. Looks like a piece of junk because it's all rusted out now. I don't know how much they were selling it for. Just on I'm the case. Like, I wanted to send it to you because like, Casey, my love this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to shoot Good Burger we're too. Just, like, put it back together. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the director of Nora and I'm going to look. <laughs> if you want to scrap Nora, I'm okay with it so long as we're going to do Good Burger too. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up my whole career for Good, Good Burger too. <laughs> uh, then, then I'm like, well, I'll go waste that decade in space. Then got nothing to lose now. I made She's Good Burger too, and then went to outer space for ten years. I'm out, bitches. <laughs> Life well spent. Did you find it, Jess? I did. It's uh for sale for only ten thousand dollars for this rusted $10, ass 10, piece 000? of shit. Well, look at it. Look at the picture. Because if you looked at it when it was in the movie, like you know, because this person won it. I guess in a contest. Oh, where it's like polished up is what yeah. it is now. Um, Still not worth ten thousand. <laughs> but it's for ten grand. Is that I the? Think, I think that was the original one. That's picture. the original one. That's okay, the original this picture. Is what it looks That's like what it now. looks like after it's been sitting way in somebody's more garage decrepit. and rotten out. It looks like the way Wayne's more World car, uh, car. Doesn't even actually the it best like picture because the picture <laughs> I saw looked like even worse than that. <laughs> oh really? I'm about to buy the. I still want to get in it right. <laughs> just to take a picture. All right, y'all. Well, I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly. I'm Joss. And good night. <laughs> good night. Sorry, I am not waiting to.